everyone and welcome back. Today was an amazing day. I got to be a part of PodMax. If you do not know what PodMax is, please go to www.podmax.co. It is an amazing community of podcasters and just, it is fantastic. And they put on a quarterly conference called PodMax Global, and it is an amazing event. And in this event, I got to meet the amazing Michael Triffle. He is, he is, he is an executive coach. He is an entrepreneur, a husband, a dad to two amazing girls, an eternal optimist who believes that together through coaching, consulting, we can achieve anything and change the world in the process. He was one of the youngest executives in Lehman Brothers, creating and leading one of the top teams in the strategy field, consistently ranking in the top three in the US by All American Institutional Investor Survey. Following more than 10 years in banking, and an executive MBA from NYU Stern School of Business, he left Wall Street to form Truffle Consulting, focusing on developing the leaders of tomorrow. Folks, this man is amazing. We had a fantastic conversation, speaking everywhere from why he burned all of his boats and jumped into consulting to 75 hard. We talked about it all. So join me, join me and Michael as we launch on this incredible journey. Talk to you later. And welcome back to the Jason and Peely Project. This is an amazing, amazing, amazing day. I am here with Podmax. We are taping live on Podmax, and we are super, super grateful to be here. And I am super grateful to bring you our next guest. This is Michael Treffel. Michael, please say hello to our audience. Hi, everybody, and it's a pleasure being here. I'm really excited about it. Fantastic. So why don't you tell everyone what you do and why you are so awesome? Cool. I, I love that. Um, so my kind of, I have a nice arc going from a corporate America into uh, coaching and consulting. Mm -hmm. and, and I work with people break, helping them break through limiting beliefs so they can achieve, you know, an extraordinary life and, and kind of have the fulfillment and everything else that you can find once you start a different path, mental path, and, and build a mindset that, that supports it. So what made you go into coaching from your regular nine to five? I see that you were one of the youngest executives in Lehman Brothers. You were creating and leading one of the top teams there. Yeah. So what happens when you go from that to what you do now? What was the big aha moment? So for me, the aha moment, I, I love the nine to five comparison because I don't think I've ever worked a nine to five <laughs> job since like, junior high, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. There's, there's really no such thing. Yeah. I mean, when I was at wall street, um, I kind of worked, you know, I was in a trading desk. I was in a boiler room when I was a kid, I was 18 mm -hmm. and then graduated into different uh, segments. I worked for Goldman. I, I worked for a couple of other banks. I worked for a hedge fund. And then I spent 12 years at Lehman, um, at a desk, basically at a trading desk with, you know, with thousand people in a room. And, you know, I travel a lot and didn't see the world, which is always fun. You know, you go to European countries and all you see is out of sight of the cab. 
in and mm-hmm. out, in and out, and then you go home. So very big misunderstanding, by the way, when, when corporate, they go, yeah, we're traveling. Wow, that's exciting. It really isn't. <laughs> if you like hotel rooms, right? You know, I used to work from six in the morning. I would end around 10 at night. Um, I did my MBA at the same time, which was insane. And I realized that that's not fulfilling, not fun. And all you're really doing is making money, which is great. And there's not going to be more, right? There's got to be more out there. Um, and I had the entrepreneurial itch, so to speak. And um, I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to work for somebody. I didn't work in corporate. And I made a transition. You know, I kind of came home one day, got my degree. Um, and I came home, spoke to my wife. And I'm like, listen, we got to change. We got to go somewhere else and do something different. So I went cold turkey, which don't do that. Really don't be like, don't do that. Build a foundation, have that behind you, and then transition. Thank uh, you for mentioning that. <laughs> I'm but- aware. <laughs> so when you, when you ask what you get, uh, you get a lot of very odd stares when you tell people that you've just done that. You know, went from you know a big degree with a top school and a great company, and you go, yeah, it's not for me. And then six months later, the economy tanks. <laughs> So I left in 07, right? Okay. And then Lehman went under six months later. I apologize to everybody. It was me. I left. They went under. <laughs> um, if you had just stayed, the entire economy yeah, would have been fine. Yeah, I might have avoided a lot of <laughs> So I left and went into real estate market um, mm-hmm. right into the crash, which, wow. was, which was fun. And, and, you know, so for me, the aha was I want to build the future for me and my family the way I see it, right? I wanna grow into something different. I wanna be there for my family and not provide a paycheck. I actually wanna be there. So what my listeners ask a lot of us is how, the how, how do you go? How do you, how do you have seemingly a great paying job, the perfect life to you all of a sudden know, and this hits, I've had conversations with so many people, it it hits you, I'm not happy. If I go down this road, it's not gonna take me where I want to be. How, how do you make that decision, that decision to basically burn the boats? I mean, I see that you are, you're trained in maps and with Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins says, burn the boats, burn the boats and take off into your dreams. How did you burn the boats and then become the person that you needed to be for your family? Um, I, I don't know if I became that immediately, right? But I, I burned the boats, I, I jumped. Um, John Maxwell has this great thing. He talks about that you're never gonna be ready, right? You're never fully ready. What you need to do is take a leap of faith and build your wings on the way down. And that's, that's what I did. I, I, I took a leap of faith. You know, I believe that I have it in me to succeed and, and, and grow and, and develop. And I wasn't, maybe foolishly enough or not, but I wasn't concerned about money part. I was just saying, you know what, we'll figure it out. And I took that leap of faith and, and trusted the universe that it'll deliver. So, and I, I've built a business off of it and I was there more for my family. I spent more time with them. Um, we actually then had kids and everything else. So I've been married for 20 plus years and my oldest is oh, eight. Congratulations. So, congratulations. And you know, that's, and that's what happens. 
So tell me, tell me your mindset change when you, when you developed your business and then tell us a little bit about your business and how you focus on developing leaders for tomorrow. So when I, when I was in corporate world, I was building a team as well, right? So I was building with people and with people, but my sort of what wasn't jiving with me in a corporate world was that it's, it's a dog eats dog, especially in a trading desk, right? We're all fighting for a small pie and it's very aggressive. It's very stressful, lots of heart attacks, lots of early retirements and things. Um, and it wasn't my thing. Right. And, and I went into real estate and bounced a little bit from different firms. And then I found KW, which I kind of really enjoy. The culture is different. So it's a very, very, for the most part, right. I mean, we're all human for the most part. It, it's about people. It's about growth. And then I kind of transitioned into it and, and started learning more and more with them. And I became a coach within KW system. And um, I coach in my office, I built another team and I've done a couple things in between. Some were very successful, some weren't so, which is okay, you learn on them. And my mindset started to shift as I started to surround myself with growth oriented people. Right, so, you are the five people around you. Yes, yes. And, and, and that's how it sort of started off of that. I started helping people around me when I became more successful to bring everybody with me and people really liked the message and, and appreciated the support. I started doing, focusing more and more on that aspect and that became more and more of a coaching. Um, and that opened up so much other opportunities. You know, if we help enough people, we can achieve anything in the world. I love, I love your mindset of, I mean, there's that quote, uh, rising tide raises all ships. Yeah. I think I said it. I love yeah. the fact that you, you are, you made yourself the tide. You're not a ship. You burnt your ship. You became the tide and you're rising. Everyone else's ships. That is a mentality that we all have to have going into the future, into this future that we are creating for ourselves and living and just exuding, exuding everything that is good and kind and helpful. And it sounds like you are an epitome of that. Thank you. You want to be the change you want to see, right? You yes. got to change first. You want to be the change you want to see out in the world. And you know what I'm looking at right, like right now, and I, I coach a lot of people now, and I, I've just finished the training for direct marketing companies, direct sales. Mm -hmm. And it was the same thing there. It, it's all about relationship building. It's all about building people around you and helping your team, helping other people succeed. And we all succeed together. Yes. And when people are realizing that the difference it makes in their lives from business life to personal life is huge. Yes. Yes. Everything that you're saying, I totally agree with. And it's also the, uh, and forgive me if I'm wrong. It's also the act of giving first. Yeah. Cause it sounds that that's exactly what you do. So give me some examples of how you give first before you receive. So in the office, I, I have a group of people that, um, kind of support all the, the newer associates, for example. So I would, I would help them understand what the market is. I would, you know, from a real estate standpoint, my team would allow them to do, um, you know, to shadow people, to do open houses for them to, you know, from a real estate standpoint. Right. Uh, but I'm also, for example, as I grew right now, we have, my wife and I have about 600 families that are part of our community that we built online. 
I do a lot of the coaching aspect of it. She does very organic health living type of environment. So we have a community. So I keep bringing stuff to the community to help. We've done syndications, for example, and the way I look at a good syndicated product is that, yes, you can make money. Mm -hmm. And prior to that, you can help other people grow with you, right? And create this wealth for, for the community, for your friends, for your family, for the people around them. And, and all together, we can do more. And that concept to me is super important because it just, it, it's such a more fulfilling environment that you can live in when um, not everything is fee-based, not everything you have to make money on. Sometimes you're just building relationships. It's a long game. You know, Jordan, who was doing the, the uh, keynote, I think before, when yes. training, you know, he's, he mentioned that long game and that's what it is. And that's the difference. You play the long game, right? It's building long-term relationships without necessarily, I need something from that person. Mm -hmm. It's more of, wow, you guys are really cool. I actually want to know you. And let's let's have a conversation and see where that leads, wherever that might be. How can I help you, for example, right? Um, I, you know, Gary Vee tells the five best thing about, right? Five best words in the English language. How can I help you? Yes. You know, and for somebody like Gary, who's so seemingly aggressive and going mm -hmm. in, it's still, that's the foundation of who he is. Mm -hmm. And it's the same view that I have in the world. Let's break through the limitations that we put on ourselves. And, you know, I mentioned the pie that my view was for small pie before. And I think a lot of people view their life that way. They're competing for a small sliver. Bake more pies. The pie is huge. Like build yes. that. <laughs> because everybody benefits from it, right? You know, no matter where you are, no matter what business or, or kind of career that you're building, you can be in sales, you can be in corporate sales, you can be in direct sales, marketing. If you help people, if you build your team really wide, that pie is infinite. Mm -hmm. And money is the byproduct, right? Wealth becomes the byproduct of the relationships you build. And it's awesome when it does. <laughs> Everything. Everything you just said from Gary Vee to, to having that piece of the pie. It's crazy when I talk to those people who are, who are going after, like you said, that little bit of pie. And it's probably not even a very good pie. Right. But when if you just took that thing that you love to do, which is this amazing, amazing, I, don't, I like apple pie. So this amazing apple pie yeah. and you, you serve it to everyone else and you teach them how to make pie all the pie comes back because they start making pie and everybody has pie. <laughs> yeah, it, it, and that's what it is. It, it's, there's so much opportunity out there. Yes. We, we're so competitive. And, you know, I, you know, for my kids, for example, I teach them to be competitive, mm -hmm. but their biggest competition is them of yesterday. Yeah. Right? It's a mental thing that you have to do it and don't compare yourself to anybody else. Just be better today than you were yesterday. And that will create so much more opportunity, so much more happiness in the world. You know, to me, like I, I've been, it's almost like a spiritual awakening over the last 10 years, right? From after I left Wall Street and, and kind of played around with different things and, and, and build things, but more and more in coaching and I deal with people and I hear a lot of the relationship stuff and I hear how they build relationship at home, how they build relationship at work. When you start kind of unfolding those limitations that you put on yourself, your relationship with money changes. Your relationship with people changes. Your family grows better. Like 
all of that improves once you shift your mindset everything starts at mindset and that gratitude and abundance internally when you're in that space my god i mean there's so much amazing things out there and you know i i, I laugh about all the stuff i have uh, i was on another show before and we were talking about you know what's going on now the chaos and everything else um and it was a really cool thing you know the chaos and opportunity as a chinese symbol is the same which blows my mind i love that and think about what's going on right now in the world and how people look at it because the reality of it is in your head right you can look at the same situation and see completely two different things you know there's a visual that i really love it, 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 and it's a comic that i've been trying to find i've seen it once and i can't find it online but it's two guys sitting in a jail cell and it was just jail for a reason right? and they they're painting and one guy paints the bars and the other guy paints the beautiful scenery behind it same situation right so you know i i talk about what's going on right now with all the quarantine and the chaos and everything else and i speak to clients and they go oh my god when is this nightmare going to end it's right besides the fact that that's so negative the way you talk about it my kids for example because i teach them gratitude and living gratitude and you have to kind of find things to be grateful for daily that's the gratitude they're saying like they're grateful for the quarantine because daddy is home like same situation and you got complete happiness and complete despair and, and that's what that's that's my mission to change you know enable people to change their limitation to change their limiting beliefs because once you shift your mindset the future so much brighter you know we're stuck in this like quagmire of you know everybody's focusing on the negativity shift your own mindset you'll see the beauty and opportunity and everything changes everything everything changes and this is what i try maybe i'm just preaching it too loud maybe i just need to like just like <laughs> <laughs> but i'm this makes my heart so happy because your mindset is exactly where i am like when when all of covid first happened my children were already sick they didn't have covid or at least i don't think they did but they're already sick so we pulled them from yep. daycare we changed our entire lives and the thing is we started this with the mentality of okay so how can we switch this from this crazy pandemic that we could just like get down and just like dig ourselves into our hole or like you said how can we come from an attitude of gratitude what can we be grateful for so for cuz i could just like spout kindness and happiness and everything with you right now but i want you to give our listeners some action steps if they have lost their job if their ch children didn't get to walk in their senior year graduation if they are just bogged down by this negativity what are some action steps that they can take to get them out and into a better mindset so yeah i mean i i think that's great and and, and you have to take it's small steps every day right it's nothing it's very it's very challenging to go like this right and you switch over but it's a daily action that sometimes seems almost invisible mm -hmm. that takes a while and you don't know what that while is but when you do it daily all of a sudden you realize that you are in such a higher playing field right so it's every day you have to be intentional 
So I have a ritual with my family, for example, and a friend of mine talked about it and introduced it to me, and I've been loving it ever since. It's called a rose, a thorn, and a sprout. Right? A rose is what what was beautiful about today. What did you do really well? What was amazing? What were you happy about today? A thorn is just that. What do we poke ourselves with? What do we? What can we improve? Right? What do we need to learn from? Because there's no failure. Fail is only when you stop trying. Right? So what's the learning opportunity? Right? So we had something beautiful. We have a learning opportunity. Both amazing things. And then the sprout is, what idea do we need to percolate on? What are we thinking longer term? What you know? The, little things that we need to nurture and grow in ourselves and if you start doing that daily or even if you start doing that weekly if you're you know if you can't commit um to doing that on an everyday basis which i know you guys can by the way i have to thank you for 75 hard <laughs> my butt i've saw it on your podcast and i'm trying it yes. and, and working on it man oh man yeah. we'll talk about that um, we'll get to that <laughs> yeah. so it, it, it's it's this daily routine of being grateful and not grateful in a sense where I have a gratitude list, I check mark it, I move on. It's living in that. It's living in curiosity. It's living in gratitude. And it's changing the language that you speak to yourself. There's this Japanese proverb that I really, really love. And it says, be careful how you speak to yourself because the warrior within is listening. Right? And it's the little things you can get. Jim Quick has this beautiful saying that he goes, we all talk about what we got to do. I got to go to work. I got to go to the gym. I got to go to the store, right? And it's always like, oh, I got to do this. Change the gratitude part of it. Change one letter and say, I get to. Yes. And if you do that intentionally, daily, it becomes a habit. And once it becomes habitual, you're just a happier person. You're living in the gratitude because you get to wake up in the morning. You get to do what you want to do. You get to stay at home and, and spend time with your kids, right? You get to educate your kids, for example, if they're stuck at home right now. So yes, you might've missed your kid's graduation, right? On, on In person, but that's okay because you get to spend more time with them, you know? do something at home that validates them or honors their graduation. And if you do that daily, intentionally, purposefully, it shifts your world. It shifts the frequency with which you, re you know, resonate and then everything changes around. Everything that I feel like I'm talking to a mirror every, you're like speaking out of my <laughs> head. And just, just to take what you just said a step further, changing that one letter, yeah. makes it from something that is brought on you something that you have to do and but now now it's a choice mm -hmm. choose choose that you get to spend more time with your children i have three little ones all under five i if i said i got to watch my kids <laughs> you know, I, I, I would not be able to wake up every morning yeah but i get to I get to spend all this time with my amazing children. And I and it made me realize how much time they were spending in daycare and that this is what I actually wanted to do. So COVID became a blessing for me and my family. So everything that you're saying, it's, again, Tony Robbins says this, it is transformational vocabulary. Yeah. Something I just learned 
transformational vocabulary. Maybe you, because my my listeners would rather hear it from you. Maybe you can explain what transformational vocabulary is. Well, it, it's it's. I, I probably will butcher it a little bit, but I'll, I'll say it in my words rather than yes. Tony Robbins. Right? No, it, they want to hear from you. It's the language that you speak to yourself and, and mm-hmm. the language that you allow, by the way, to be spoken around you. Not just you, right? Spoken around you. So your family, your kids, your friends, um, that helps you grow rather than tear you down. It builds you up rather than tearing you down. Just like got to and get to, this mm-hmm. other verbiage that we use, right? It, it, it's calling it's calling quarantine nightmare instead of opportunity. Yes. Right? It's saying, you know, oh my God, you know, I have three kids in New York, I have two in mine. And, and we get frustrated sometimes, right? I'm like, oh my God, can you just, ah! <laughs> right? But you take a moment, you take a breath, and your transformational vocabulary, your positive mindset goes in and you go, you know what? I want to be curious about it. I want to be curious about why, what's going on. And then you find this amazing beauty that you want to spend more time. You mm-hmm. want to focus. And the time is so precious, right? They're little for so little time. And they're growing so fast. I have a five-year-old and an eight-year-old. I have two girls. And of course you get, you know, you're busy with work and everything else is going on. And sometimes you get frustrated. But the easiest way to snap out of it is take a step back and be curious about it be curious about the situation and that's the transformative part of it right that curiosity ask them questions be um, you know open at receiving that 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 conversation of where it leads and not prejudging and and that to me is very transformative in your life and it's not just kids right it's how do we build relationships with our spouse how do we build you know, marriage of partnership, for example, right? Where, where that becomes amazing. And it's all about allowing space, giving permission to be curious to yourself, to your, my better half. Um, you know what I mean? And, and it's, Smart man. <laughs> 20 years. <laughs> but that's what it is, right? And then it's, it's how do we speak to each other? Are we kind to ourselves? Are we kind to each other? And, and, and are we supporting growth? You know, why did you do this versus what got in the way? Big difference, right? Yeah. Um, you know, and you can talk about it in wealth building or doing homework. You know, why did you get this wrong? Don't you know any better? It tears you down, right? It makes them afraid to make mistakes. And I see that educators do that a lot. But when you're sitting there and saying, okay, why do you think this is the answer or how did you get here or what was the challenge that you're facing you kind of probing questions around it with a different language gets them interested in solving as opposed to shutting down when we're talking to clients when we let's say from a building you know from a sales perspective right i, I work with a lot of salespeople as well how can i help this person what does this person need what do you need from the relationship, right? Not what I need. How can I benefit? How can I serve you? You know, there's a lot of servant leadership in, in the conversation mm-hmm. where it isn't really serving. It's serving you rather than serving them. And, but if you really transform and you talk about from the language of how do I serve my people? You know, you asked me about building leaders of, of tomorrow. Well, how do I serve best to leaders? So then they can go on and serve other people. 
if you're active about celebrating little things, if you're active and, and intentional and purposeful about highlighting successes, highlighting accomplishments, instead of tearing down their mistakes, so much more potential. So much more potential. I love the talk on potential and taking that transformation and transforming just those little things, especially yeah. when you talk to your children, because they follow that. If you tear them down, then they're going to feel torn down. Yeah. So now that we're talking about transformational, and you know where I'm going to go, you <laughs> said one of my favorite, what, three words? 75 hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you heard about 75 Hard on our podcast. This is something Jason and I have been doing for the better part of this year. And we are actually on phase three. So you are on uh, 75 Hard. So it's 75 Hard, then yep. phase one, phase two, and phase three. How are you doing? And um, how can I best serve you? I've been uh, having fun with it. And it's funny, you know, when I heard the podcast, I, I went to my wife, I'm like, listen, there's this amazing challenge. That, that we can do together. I said, nope, you can do it. That's okay, I'll support you. Uh, I'm like, all right, so we gotta do this, 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 and this. And she goes, yep, awesome, do it. I'll support you every way you, you, that you need. I'm like, okay. I started doing it and I, you know, it's late in the evening and I, I opened the refrigerator. She's like, what are you doing? <laughs> I love your wife. <laughs> so, you know, and it's, um, I have to stay curious there because I want that snack. And she's like, listen, you subscribe, you got to do this. <laughs> um, so she's kicking my butt. And, and I, you know, to be honest and authentic, I haven't uh, succeeded yet. So okay. I've went to day one a couple of times and uh, that's okay. But no, that is, Getting there. that is, okay. Oh, 75 hard. That is the reason why you do it. You keep on doing it and kudos to you because I've had this conversation with so many people who have failed and then they're just like, it's not for me. It doesn't work because it's not good because yeah. it's, I can't do it because I'm like, oh, okay. If, if that's, I try and I try and switch their mindset. I'm like, it's, it's scalable. The thing is yeah. scalable. It's, and, and, it, and it's also, you know what Tony Robbins, we talked about him before, right? What, <laughs> What I love about one of his concepts is when he sets up goals, right? It's not the actual goal that's the most important. It's who you are becoming on the way. So yes. things like 75 heart, I know what it can do for me if I allow it. Yes, mm -hmm. it's going to kick my butt. Yes, it's mm -hmm. going to be hard, but that's the point. Yes. If it was easy. And you know what? I take that the same thing with schooling. My, my oldest loves to read. She's a huge reader. So she'll go in and she goes, oh, you know, like, this was too hard. Like, yeah, because you were at the right level. If it was too easy, because sometimes she'll do like something and they'll go, oh yeah, this was really easy. I'm like, yep, you're outgrown that. So it's not worth doing anymore. She goes, no, 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 it was great. I'm like, no, you didn't learn anything from it because it didn't challenge. Right? So if it's not challenging, and what I like about the, the 75 heart is that it doesn't seem huge Mm -hmm. And it's not all, all overly restrictive, but it's the little steps. They're simple steps, right? It's simplicity. That's where the beauty comes in, right? It's from, so from that simplicity, become that's the hard part because that you can become habitual about it. And if you become yes. habitual about it, I think the changes are going to be astronomical, you know, physical and mental. It's to, but you have to grow into it. I know I'm not going to succeed the first time. I, I, I didn't expect anything different. I looked at it, I'm like, okay, I drink, you know, I drink a lot of water naturally. 
Um, I've done some changes from Tony Robbins. I, I've gave up. It's interesting. I did UPW last year, you know, walking on fire and everything mm-hmm. else. And um, I gave up alcohol. Good for you. I've never been a big drinker anyway, but I gave up alcohol. And so now every once in a while, I'll have wine socially. But this one, I'm like, all right, you know, 75 days of completely cut off, right? There's no, there's no little shifts, right? There's no little kind of cheating and, and, and twisting and, and everything else. And I love that um, because, you know, if you have strong rules on, on some things, they're liberating. They're not mm-hmm. binding. I've had this discussion and it, this comes from a, a really great book on, on the perfect day formula, but it, it's setting up rules is liberating. And what happens is, let's say you want to lose weight, right? And you go into a party, you go to your friend's party and um, you know, the, the host will offer you some sweets or burgers or whatever. Let's say they're offering you burgers and you go, oh my God, now it's stressful, right? I have to say no and how do I get out of it? Okay, maybe I'll eat a little bit but because you don't have the rule. But what if you're vegan? It's not a problem anymore, right? Or if somebody's offering you alcohol and you have to pass, but what if you're six months pregnant? You, like that, and so if you create the proper rules, life becomes easier because you, you, well, that's what I need to do. I can't kind of, I don't have to use my willpower to say, well, maybe now, maybe it's okay. I, I know I said I'm not gonna eat after eight, but it's only eight or five. You don't have that gray area, right? It's, nope. it's, there's some rigidity to it, but it's beautiful when it happens. I love that like the rules are so cut and dry and you can't, like you said, you can't just drink a half a gallon of water. You have to drink the whole gallon or you fail. You can't just drink. You can't just maybe have a sip of alcohol. You fail. You can't, you can't not work out outside because then you fail. And the thing is that failure is just the concept of, because Again, with 75 hard, you only actually fail if you don't get up again and you don't get up again and you don't get up again and try and try. And it's a choice, right? Yeah. You're not, and what I love about it, it's not that it's, it's not that you actually fail. It's listen, yeah. you want to have alcohol? No problem. Go ahead. You choose to go back to the beginning, right? That's your choice. Yes. You can just go back to the beginning. So if it's worth for you to drink and start over when you're in day 70, okay, that's up to you, but that's what happens, right? And it's, you make that choice. And if you evaluate life this way, it's a beautiful thing, right? And that's where limiting beliefs come in. That's where we can challenge. Like, look, we all have a choice how we look at life. How do we look at the opportunities in front of us? How do we look at our realities? Um, There's an interesting theory of multiple, multiple universe, multiple realities type of thing, because we create our own reality. Because what we believe in, what we accept as the truth, becomes the reality that we set around us. You know, yes. There was an experiment with the kids where um, an experimenter came into the school and they gave everybody a test. I, I don't remember the name of the experiment, but it was brilliantly done. They gave everybody a test and then they came back afterwards and said, okay, these kids are geniuses because they were really great at this test and these kids are okay. And what happened, they followed that for years afterwards. The kids who they said were, oh, these kids are really, really smart. They succeeded on a much higher level 
because two things happened. A, the kids believed that they were smarter, so they pushed harder. And the teachers thought that they were harder, so they kept pushing on them as well. And then it took like 10 years and then he came out and said, you know, we actually didn't even score the test. We just took the paper and didn't even look at them. It didn't matter. That wasn't the experiment. But the, the, the idea was that the, real, the new reality was created. Because if you believe that you have more potential, you will go farther, right? It's, it's mental. Everything starts with mindset. Yes. And you can achieve incredible results, personal, professional, health, whatever you want. If you have the right mindset, if you get your head in the game and you set proper goals and you set proper accountability and you challenge the limitation, like money, you know, money is the root of all. All awesomeness. Okay. So I, don't, I don't, I, I, I actually, I actually, I actually used to have a re really bad mindset when it came to money. So I try not to equate it with evil because it's, it's not, not right, but it's not really even the, the, the right saying, right? It's the law yes. of money. Yes. And, and the thing is, is that we, we're preconditioned, right? We have these um, societal norms or, or parental conditioning, right? We're from childhood of how our parents thought about money or wealth building or anything else, it, it trickled down. Mm -hmm. So I want to be very, like I started playing, uh, one of my mentors is a great teacher, Bob, and, and, and you know, he talks a lot about uh, wealth building and, and cash flow quadrants. And, and, you know, we play the game, the, the cash flow game. I started playing with my kids. My eight-year-old loves it. You know, so now I can only imagine if we continue the lessons that are built into it because if you're playing the game, there's a lot of math involved. I make her count and, and calculate everything. And what happens is now she picks up the card and she reads the deal and she'll go, yeah, that's not a good deal because you can do, 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 do. And my wife looks and I'm like, what? Like, what? <laughs> I love it. But imagine what <laughs> you can do if you teach that to an eight-year-old or 10-year-old, right? How much farther their mindset can be when they're a teenager, when they're a young adult, how they handle money, how they think about it, how they build generational wealth. Starts can, there. Yes, because if you if you keep saying, oh, we can't afford that, or that's too expensive, you might not be meaning harm, but they grow up with that. And by the way, whether you can afford or not afford, it doesn't really matter. You can use different language, going back to Tony Robbins, transformational language. Mm -hmm. Don't say that we can't afford this. Ask, how can we get this? Ask them to get involved. You know, Rich Dad Poor Dad, he talks about it where, where you can buy something if you have to come up with a half. Have that creativity, you know, nurture that in your kids. And all of a sudden that comes up with such great ideas that they weren't there. You give birth to these amazing um, creations. And it's awesome. It's awesome to see. And I love that when I can bring that out in the client, you know, that's success where, where my clients go on and go, oh man, I can just, I can imagine how to do this differently or, or think about this differently. Because if you bring this earlier on in the game, it just changes everything, you know? So I hope more people, actually more kids play the game and, and, and you know, get wealth educated and, and you know, get in, in, invested into something. Our, our oldest is five, but I think I'm going to bring that game out because my husband and Jason and I were playing with it. Uh, 
we haven't played it for a couple of years now, but I think I'm going to bring that game out just because you mentioned it. And like you said, it starts if we teach our children and thank you for the action steps. I'm huge on action steps for everyone who's listening that has have has children. If you want to change your perspective, start with you and then bring your children along have better conversations about money have better conversations about kindness have more conversations about the world in the box of kindness and how we can nurture instead of take away set goals right together yes. don't do don't be an island like if you're no. a family don't be an island set goals as a family and it's amazing what happens you know i came home one day and i'm like listen we, i took a whiteboard so I'm going to write these down. So let's build our board. Let's, what do we want to see? Where do we want to go? Like, let's, let's dream big. What are all of our someday goals? And my, my, my wife and kids, they look at me like, again, like you're going to coach us again. <laughs> I feel like you're living with a coach. Of course you're going to get this, right? But it, it comes in and, and you know what? They, they like, okay, we're not doing it today. Next day though, my daughter's like, you know, I want to do this. I, I want to rescue animals. I'm like, great. How about you find what we can, how can we start small? You don't have to change the world instantaneously, right? What's the one little step that you can take today to get closer to it? And I love it because I mean, if listeners, if you just heard what happened, he put out this huge board, wrote down his goals, put out himself for the family. And the family was like, uh, no, not right now. But the thing is folks, Michael gave his family the permission to speak, the permission to reach down deep inside and be like, you know what? I want to save animals. You know what? I want to do this. You know what? I want to do that. And then the thoughts get bigger and bigger, but your children and your significant other, sometimes they need the permission to tell you things. Maybe they're not sharing because you haven't given them the permission to. They don't think they can. Yep. And yourself, awesome. you know what happens when when you start sharing that, you, you you have that vulnerability, right? Because you're sharing it with somebody. And you're always careful about goals. Right? When I grew up with with this idea where you have goals, awesome, keep them to yourself. Like you have dreams, amazing, keep them to yourself, otherwise somebody will jinx them. Right? And that mentality and it makes you think small. When you break through that limitation, you go, you know what? This is where I want to go in five years or 10 years. This is what I want to accomplish. And it has to scare you because if it doesn't scare you, it's not big enough. I don't know how to get there yet. That's okay. We can work backwards and, and create a systems and a plan and the action steps that you can take every day to get you closer to that goal, right? Because it's who you're becoming on the way. Same thing with 75 hard. It's who you are becoming on the way to achieving the whole program, right? So if we dream about these huge things, what we can do in 20 years, well, you know what? Most people overestimate the near term, but they're drastically, ridiculously drastically underestimate how far they can go. Because in five years, you can be like in, in places where you, you can't even imagine today. So let's dream big, right? And let's allow um, our family to do the same. Because if all of a sudden kids start thinking like, wow, you know what I want to, like my daughter, for example, she talks about creating a sanctuary for pets, for dogs specifically, where there it's a no-kill shelter type of thing, right?
right? But it's a sanctuary where they can live forever. Great. Well, how about we start researching what it takes? How much money does it take? And you know, we had this conversation and it was amazing because, well, what does it take? Oh, I need to be that, Ms. Julia? Do you have to do everything or can you leverage it? Can you hire somebody? <laughs> can you do other things? And all of a sudden their brain starts spinning like, wait, oh, I don't have to. I can actually do what I love in something else and take that money that I make and, and invest into all my, and it's like, like you see their eyes light up. <laughs> like, wow, you can do so many things. Uh, just, just the possibilities mm -hmm. that you can open up for your children. Oh my goodness. You're, <clears throat> you're making my heart start to burst. Okay. So Come we on, have my, job. <laughs> my, like I, you, okay. Before, before I like start going and we start tangenting on, on saving animals and saving the planet. Cause I, I could do that. I want you to let my listeners know how they can find you because you just earned another follower in me. I want my listeners to know where they can find you and how they can learn more about what you do. Um, my website is trefleconsulting.com um, and you can follow me online. Although I have to be honest, I, I don't do a lot of things online. I have some private groups where within which I coach and everything. Um, everybody's kicking my butt and saying I have to be better and putting more things out there. There's only so much time in the day, right? Uh -huh. um, but Treffle Consulting is, is my website, and um, I will have a blog on that shortly. And kind of, I'm putting out videos as they produced and, and, and talk about it. But I talk a lot about these things online, and I, um, every once in a while, I'll run a challenge um, online on my Facebook to just get people with small action steps every day. You know, I've done when when this whole quarantine happened. Uh, what I've done for our community, I, I went into the group and I said, okay, for the next week, we're going to do a challenge. And it was positive things that you're doing every morning. And I was on at eight in the morning. So everybody had to wake up earlier. I'm an early riser anyway. So that was cool. Yeah. But it's every day you take a little step and, and things like reach out to one person today that you haven't talked to in months. You know, say thank you to somebody today that you haven't said that before, even if it's in the family, right? Or um, drink more water today. It was little steps, but what happened is when you accumulate, it, it's cumulative effect, right? It's you doing these things every day and adding up to it and adding up. And you, all of a sudden, the week passes and you go, wait, I've made new friends, I've reconnected. I've had people that reconnected with their families through Zoom that people they haven't talked to in years because you know what they got challenged to and got a little push sometimes you need to push people around you to do something and it was amazing you gave people to permission yes, to succeed thank you, you yes. gave them the permission to succeed yeah. thank you so much michael for coming on my podcast for being part of podmax this has been an amazing conversation that i will i will cherish so if ever, for everyone that's listening, I want you to take an action step right now. As soon as you're done listening to this, go to the website. I will leave it in the show notes. Check out what Michael does. You will not be disappointed. He might be the answer that you are looking for. And reach out if you, if you have questions, reach out. So thank you again, Michael. Thank you very much. And for everybody that's listening, I am so grateful. Please, if you loved what you heard, rate, review, subscribe. And aloha. Join us for your second cup of coffee every Monday through Friday at noon.
live every day, bringing us our best content we've done so far. Super excited, super engaging, bunch of great guests. We're here to answer your questions and we so appreciate you listening. Make sure to check us out. Can't wait to see you.